Hello, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And we are Not the Pastor. Today on Not the Pastor, we're going to talk about Bible reading. And obviously, we know that's important, but we're going to talk about some things like, hey, is it possible that even in a church staff member's life that Bible reading could be neglected? Also, we're going to talk about some ways that we can encourage people in the churches where we serve to be Bible readers. And then lastly, we're going to talk about just a, a few ways, some very practical, down-to-earth ways and, and uh, tips and tools that we can use to encourage Bible reading. So this will be a very helpful episode, I am sure. Let's get into it. All right, Thomas. Well, man, ever since you mentioned this idea, talking about Bible reading, I have to admit, I was, I was a little bit like... We don't need to talk about Bible reading. <laughs> I know. And I'm pretty sure and I it was can't like, bring it up and yeah. bring it up and bring it up. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure it was like the next day that I missed my Bible reading. I had to double up. So uh, there's that. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I think it's also one of those things. I just mentioned it over and over. And yeah, over. Yeah, was, yeah. It was definitely, hey, honestly, had this, had you got, had you been the one to bring this to the, the table, I would have been like, why? We, yeah. Like, this is. Bible this reading. is not something this is not something Christians and staff members should ever have to deal with. Yeah, we don't struggle with being faithful to yeah. read the Bible ever. Right. Right. We, right. we read yeah. the Bible four times a year. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Minus 90 days every three and half sometimes. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Oh man. Well, yep, absolutely. I, just put it out there right now. I'm just cruising, just kind of uh enjoying reading through the Bible. I'm just on a plan to read it in a year. And, okay. and yeah. that's uh, just uh, using uh, a calendar there to do that. But I know yes. you've recently read through the Bible in, was it just about it 90, 90 days? days? Just a little yeah. bit over 90 days? It was a little days, bit over, right? yeah. I guess, but, but, hey, yeah. pretty yeah. close. It was pretty close. close. Yeah. yeah, That was the plan I was on, was a 90-day yeah. plan. It, it yeah. ended up being a little bit longer than that, honestly. Sure. So, yeah. um, again, I missed a couple of days here and there. Um, and it wasn't like I missed the, like the whole day most of the time. I just right. didn't get through the... Like the forty-five chat? No, it wasn't. Yeah, forty-five chapters. So it feels. The, the, it, it seriously went got into some of those thoughts, and that that was part of the problem with a plan mm. like that is that there were sections where it was hard, and yes, it was just. It, and that, come on, I, I I love I love preaching the Bible. I love the Bible. I know you do too, and like I'll get you get through those passages and there's stuff in there that is like the word of God, mm. not stuff like all of it is the word of God, right? Like yeah. be clear, but man, you, when you're reading 10 chapters a day that you get a, you get a bird's eye view and that's incredible. Yes. But that's, it, it's for me at this moment in my life, that wasn't sustainable for long term. And so yeah. uh, I, I made it through and I said, it was yep. probably more like, well, you set a goal days. and you, yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. it knocked out there. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, let's dive in a little bit because obviously, if we were to ask any Christian we know, especially yeah. somebody who's yeah. on staff, hey, is reading the Bible important? The obvious answer would be yes. But of course, but let's let's get into the scripture a little bit. What's the yeah. the scriptural precedent for Bible reading? Yeah. So I think that probably the idea of a daily devotion time with like where I'm coming to my desk and I have a Bible open and right. It's early and the birds are chirping and the sun is rising and I have my cup of coffee there. Right. Yes. I mean like that, that's the, maybe not the 
maybe not the way it actually happens all the time, but uh -huh. it is kind of like the the picture I think that I kind of think of is like the typical, this is what devotions and Bible reading is supposed to look like. Right. Right. But for most of the time where there was a Bible, I mean, people couldn't have it in their own homes. It was on scrolls in a synagogue or mm. uh, carried around in, in, in with the priests and Levites. Right? That, that isn't really, it, it's just not realistic to think that that's how that happened always. Um, and so, I mean, then we get, so, so, so we come to books like Deuteronomy and we see God telling Moses to, to read the words yes. that have been written down, right? Read these laws to these people, get them together and read it to them. And so there, there's some, maybe a little bit of debate and scholars have different ideas about whether um, Israel had a literary, a literacy, literacy rate that was very high or not. Hmm. Uh, but it honestly doesn't even matter. Like there's some people that think that Israel just the, the way that they were, they tended to teach their children and people how to read. And that was, that may be more than other countries in the in that culture and that time period that more people were literate than right, were not. Right. And so that might be true or might not be true. Um, but regardless, like what we see presented in the Old Testament is we see groups of people gathered yeah. together, hearing the word of God read out loud. Yeah. So we see that happen in Deuteronomy. We see that happen in the book of Nehemiah. Right. I mean, where Nehemiah, they, they finished building that wall and here they are, they all come together and yes. the scribes are up there reading it. And they like, they, they stand there from, it says early in the morning to midday and they stand, the people stand as the book of the law is read. And they're, they're so incredibly surprised about what's, what's, what's told right, to them, what they're reading right. that they, they actually learn, Hey, there's supposed to be a feast like next week. Like we need what? to do something about yeah. that. Yeah. Like it, it's, it, we, we better go get the sticks and we need to build the booths because this, yeah. we have to do this. This is what the word of God says. And so what was told to do in the, in Deuteronomy, Hey, read this to these people yes. wasn't happening. Yep. And so then people were not doing and not fulfilling the law of God. Right. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is the same thing that happened. Uh, I mean, you brought it up just a little bit ago as we were talking beforehand. Um, King Josiah is the same yeah. thing. It's the same idea, right? He finds a copy of the word of God and he goes, man, why, why are we not doing any of these what? things? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Right, exactly. And so, it, but it's again, it's because they, because it wasn't being read right. and it wasn't being proclaimed. And so we have the benefit Yes. And maybe the responsibility is even a, another way to just say that we have the, the increased benefit of, I mean, I have like seven Bibles, right? Yeah. And I, I, my wife says I have a, a problem and I say, I use each of them for something different and it's perfect okay. and I like it and don't yes. talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and so, man, but I have, I mean, I have a Bible in my desk drawer right here. I have a Bible in my backpack. I have one on my desk at my office i have yeah. one in my car right now yeah. like i mean seriously i have yeah. i have a like i almost don't know probably have two or three different iPhone. versions not versions yeah. but apps downloaded on yeah. your on your oh, phone no question i have i yeah. think four yeah i think and so um like it, it's I, I have more access to the bible mm. than a guy who was listening to moses yeah. like give the law i have more access to the bible than king josiah had yeah like, i i sure. have I'm just thinking then, so I, I'm on board and, I, and I'm going to make a point later uh, 
just that as people have read the Bible, like the typical way that the Bible yep. was read and maybe even designed to be read is out loud in groups. Like that, mm. that's how it was done. That's how they did it together. So, so the, even some of the prophets and many of the Psalms, those kind of things are designed to be taken as a whole, to be read in one sitting yeah. and to be read like as a group together. And it's supposed to be then something that you take home and you, you're talking about it with your family. Like, Hey, do you remember how they said that? That's really interesting. I hadn't thought about it that, you know, like those conversations are supposed to be happening yeah. and it, it happens because like so if you and I go to a, a soccer game and yeah. we sit there and share that experience, we're standing next to each other, we're sitting next to each other, we're gonna go home and we're gonna talk about that soccer game right. on the drive home. Yeah. Right. That very same thing would happen if you're leaving the synagogue or leaving the mm. tabernacle or leaving the mm. temple. Right. That's that's how it was designed. And that's supposed to then like become a part of who we are. Right. Now we have the opportunity to make that Bible reading very personal and very private. And I don't think that's necessarily bad, but it does lend itself to then becoming something that is easy to like set aside. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like yeah. everybody would notice if you didn't show up to the weekly reading. Right. You know, the same way people notice if you don't show up to church. Yeah. Right. And so there's a little bit of accountability there built in because here we are. We, I mean, I will stop reading my Bible long before I stop going to church. Mm. And I, that is the nature of how we are as humans yeah. typically i mean that, there might yeah. be exceptions i suppose but yeah typically that's valid if a guy who says you know what i'm done with this thing i'm done with church life this is done like i'm i'm, I'm finished and mm -hmm. those people that you'll have to check in with and say what happened where are you yeah like you've missed three weeks right those people typically aren't then daily in the word, really studying it out and giving yeah. like, typically we've left those private things long, long ago. Yeah. That idea though, of being in the Bible was never supposed to be a totally private thing. Yeah. It, it couldn't have been at that point. Right. I mean, right. if you were going to read it, if you're going to know it, you had to show up to where it was yeah. being read. And yeah, where it yeah that's a good, that's a good point. I, I, I appreciate that. And it, it's almost like, because it is so easily accessed, that's yeah. almost sometimes working against us in that we yeah. take it for granted a little right. bit and, yep. and yeah, it's, absolutely. we're almost too familiar with it. And it's mm -hmm. just uh, something that gets put with all the other books on the shelf. Oh yeah. A little bit, oh, yeah. So, well, and here's, here's how this happened, right? Like yesterday morning, I would typically read my Bible at this time. I was running a little late and it's, I was like, you know what? I can do this later. And that uh, was the, was the mindset. And I did. And that's, saying that those things don't happen that's fine but again it's a it does make that a casual it's a much more casual thing yes that i can't be late to yes. the 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 one time it's being read this is yeah. the only time i have access like it changes it makes it it makes yep. it easier to set aside I, so. I know for me that the most difficult day of the week for me to get my personal uh bible reading time in is my day off which is Monday yeah. and yeah. I, I Tuesday I for think, me, same thing. Yeah. I think part of that is because it's the schedule is different yes. for that day. Yeah. And yep. I, I rely, I I've had to realize that I've relied quite a bit on my schedule. Like I'm, I'm reading yep. my Bible cause it's the next thing, my schedule for the morning, you know, get up, yep. do some exercise, oh, yeah. get cleaned up, dress for the day. 
and yep. then sit down with that cup of coffee and read the Bible. Yep. It's part, it's yep. that piece yep. in the schedule. Well, on Monday, that looks all different. I probably sleep yeah. in. I definitely don't exercise on Monday. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. maybe we have a late breakfast with the, you know, with the family and right. we've got different activities planned for the day. Sometimes we go, you know, on a little day trip or something. And so sometimes literally on Monday, it'll be like, oh, it's after dinner, I'm putting the kids in bed and I, I don't think I read my Bible today. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so those are definitely the most difficult days for, for me to get yeah. it in. It's that schedule yeah. piece that, that helps me yeah. keep it locked in. Yeah. Well, and man, so the truth is, is that I had that experience mm. not very long ago. Um, so I'm just being like burying my soul here. So here we go. Um, but, uh, I had COVID, uh, eight weeks ago, something like that mm. and was out for yeah. a couple of days. It wasn't that big of a deal. I, I mean, it, there was, it, it was about four days that I was really feeling pretty nasty. Um, it, it, but with that, then there was of course two weeks that I didn't go to work. Um, yes. was, and then my wife got it and she actually ended up having some significant reactions there and so it actually i think by the time it was all said and done i think it was almost four before i went back to like regular work i had it had been three weeks since i'd been on and off you know headed in but honestly that period of time that two or three weeks was really difficult yeah and that first week especially i I got done with that week and realized that like i see I missed several days of my Bible reading. And now some of that I was feeling awful. And so maybe there's an excuse there, but that, that struggle didn't go away that second week. And I was feeling better. There were still days I was missing. And then I I realized in those, in that, that time period, I realized that my Bible reading, at least at that moment in my life, probably didn't have so much to do with my like wonderful, vibrant relationship with Jesus it probably had more to do with the fact that I did it at the same time every day mm. and it was just a part of my routine. Yeah. So, so instead of having this wonderful relationship that like that, that fueled this yeah. sweet time with Jesus, right. instead I had this routine yeah. that made it so that I was, was at least doing it most of the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I'm not saying that routine's bad, not at yeah. all, but yeah, I realized sure. in my own life, like, I was, I was relying on something that like when that, so then when that routine got messed up yeah, and I, I was struggling. Yeah. And so, yeah. And it, it is, it is a spiritual different. discipline. And so yes. part of a spiritual yeah. discipline is the discipline side of it is, right. is I oh, mean, yeah. there is part of it that, so yeah, it's not all bad that there's a schedule that it's part right. of your routine that, that it is in that groove and, and it's not necessarily a decision that we have to make every day. Okay. Am I going to read right. it or not? It's just, exactly. okay, this is what I'm doing now, yes. but, but you're right there. That does uh, also, if there's not the other piece to that of the, the vibrancy, the, right. the life to it, the desire yep. to know the Lord better and grow, then yeah, yeah, if all it is is a is a discipline, then there oh, yeah. there's a problem there too. Yep. And obviously, we would understand that in our lives. Uh, yeah, for those listening in uh, to this, uh, you know, this conversation, probably on on staff at a church somewhere, or serving in a significant capacity within a church, and and, and we probably have that nailed down. And sure, we all have bad days and sick days and all that kind of stuff, and times where it's right uh, more of a discipline than it is a, a desire. Sure. Um, for sure. But, but uh, we would understand and, and have a pretty good grasp on that and, and would for the most part read our Bibles, but pivoting just a, a bit, maybe for focusing more on those that we're serving within the context yeah. of a church, how can we encourage those in the churches where we serve to be Bible readers? Yeah. 
so some of these things are going to sound like what we've already kind of mentioned and talked about mm-hmm. with how Bible readings happened in the past. Yes. Um, it's, it's, but honestly, I think the, <clears throat> to start with just normalizing the idea and the fact that yeah. like Christians read their Bible, right? That's, yeah. this is what, this is what people that follow Jesus do. Yep. It doesn't have to be a like, Oh, you should. And here's 15 billion reasons why, like just, I remember like as a, as a youth pastor, it was like my go-to application for every single sermon yes. <laughs> because it, like, so we're talking about loving Jesus and like, I'm trying to like, I'm talking about application to love Jesus. Right. Yeah. And one of the ways that we love Jesus is by we, like we get in his word and we like yeah. read it and not only got necessarily wrong. Right. But it was almost like the way that I talked about it, it was almost like, this is like the ultimate goal. And like, right. this isn't the ultimate goal. Yes. This is what like, sure. followers of Jesus do. Yeah. And and so, I, I mean, I think use it in an application. That's not what I'm saying. Like, don't do that. I'm, right. I'm just saying like, it does need to be something though that's kept in front of people and probably even in a more casual environment yeah. than like only behind the pulpit. Like, yes. so, yeah. so you're, you're reading your Bible. So talk about that, man. Like, I got when, this out of my Bible today. You know, exactly. I just wanted to share it or yeah. what'd you get out of your Bible reading today? That sort of yep, stuff. That's yeah. It. yeah, absolutely. Normalize well, it. And, I love it. Yeah. And, and even um, like, so if you're preaching out of the overflow of what you're reading mm-hmm. in your Bible, right? Like, so man, Jesus spoke to me about this yeah. while I was in my personal devotion time. Right. And yeah. so now I'm talking about it and that like, that could be a sermon. That's awesome and yes. wonderful. But like those statements, I, uh, when, when those statements, I remember those statements happening, and preachers making them, preachers that I love and respect, and I realized like, oh, this wasn't just something that like they were telling me to do. Yeah, this was now something that I understood and knew they were doing too. Because look yeah. at what God was showing them, yes. and that I got to benefit from that as well. Yeah, and so, and so certainly that. Uh, Another thing that happened occasionally at churches I've gone to is having it like a testimony time. Yes. Like where the focus specifically, like, and and so you just say that like, Hey, hey, testimony time tonight, we're going to talk specifically about where we are in our Bible reading and maybe like two sentences about what God's talked to you about this week. I don't want to hear about what God did 15 years ago when you were reading your Bible or in your favorite verse. I want to know where you're reading right now and what God's talked to you about this week. Yeah. And like, again, that doesn't have to be an every week thing, but just having that time. And even then, if people are only standing up and saying, I'm in John chapter 15, like yeah. you see like the older guy who is pretty quiet at church services saying, Hey, I'm reading over here. And you have this teenager standing up saying, Oh, I'm reading in this, I'm reading in Psalm. And you have the mother of four over here saying, I'm yeah. in Genesis. And like, even that, it just looks around like, man, like these people are doing, again, this isn't like, like the, pinnacle of spirituality necessarily yeah this is like just being in our the word of god and it's just normalizing that yeah. this is what christians do yeah like look at all of these christians that are around you yes. doing this as well and yeah. so yep yeah so i think that's a, a big deal there yeah just you're you're saying all that and it's kind of bringing to my mind we we have our instead of sunday school we call it bible fellowship and we yeah. chose that that terminology specifically because uh, of I never heard it phrased the way that you're saying it, but basically we're trying to normalize talking about the Bible. It's a, right. it's fellowship and it's, yeah. you know, other brothers and sisters fellowshipping, but 
primarily, I mean, we're fellowshipping about other things as well, but primarily we're right. fellowshipping around we discussion the of the Bible and yep. fellowshipping about the Bible. So no, that that's good. Yeah. So that's the second thing that I think that we can do to create or to, to help um, our, the, the people that we get to serve and minister with and to, um, to be Bible readers, I think it's just some, create some accountability. Yeah. That can be awkward sometimes. And I don't, yeah. I don't think that this has to be awkward, but, but we make it awkward. Honestly, I think it's awkward because we don't talk about it very often. Right. Yeah. And so if we're already normalizing this, if it's already something that is uh, part of our normal conversation in life, and that's probably got to start with us, right? As the yeah. leaders there, as the people yes. that are in front of people that probably needs to start with, with us. We bear the responsibility for that. But as we normalize that, then that side of the, the other side of that, and, and you already mentioned it, like, hey, where are you, right? This is yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. And, and that can happen. And I don't want to be accusatory, anything like yeah. that. But at the same time, like in conversation and you know what I noticed in my Bible reading this week that it just, it just touches what we're talking about in this conversation. And I mm. think it'd be a help to you in like, and then that opens the door for them to be able to have those same con- conversations yes. to offer up those same, that same um, advice or that same. And honestly, the truth of the matter is, is that I need that from people too. Yeah. Like I, I'm the, the associate pastor. I'm the Sunday school teacher, all of those things, but it's a blessing and a help to me Yeah, when I'm having a conversation and somebody says, Oh man, God actually spoke to me about that. Like this week or, yeah, or you're right. like, you know, this is, I, I just noticed this and I think they, that would be a help or you know, however they phrase it. And however they say it, those times when like the outflow, the, the overflow of their Bible reading helps me. That's such yes. a blessing. And I yeah. think it's supposed to work that way. But so we can make we can make accountability awkward though by yes. being like okay we're going to you know six thirty every morning we're gonna we we have right. to send a text or or I want I want a phone call with each one of you so like and it can really like force that sometimes yeah so I've I've started just trying to as opportunity presents itself if somebody comes to me and says hey would you help me with this i'm struggling here battery specifically yeah would you help me man i'm happy to send out the text messages i'm happy to make the phone calls i, I think if that's what somebody needs i'm all for that i'm generally waiting for them to bring that up sure or bring it up in in light of a conversation that we had like hey if this would help i'd be happy to do that those kind of things i'm probably yep. not doing that just like across the board or like coming up cold turkey like hey yeah dude, we, we should do that like that's probably yep. not how i'm doing that anymore instead i'm trying to find those ways that we already are interacting and already communicating so we have um we, we had a group of guys that would get together occasionally and play like minecraft right and so we'd have like a discord server set up and those kind of yep. things so yeah. so then what happens then is um using that group already Yep. And we're going to, we're just going to add this on top of it. Yeah. And it's super light at first and we're not even need to, doesn't need to be a huge thing. Um, I, you have a prayer chain at church, something like that. It's easy to add in a, like, Hey, there's these, these ladies that talk to these ladies, like, man, then let's encourage accountability in that relationship yeah. as well. Like that's, that's easy. Honestly, the easiest way that I found to do that is just in my own Sunday school class. I'm not talking about the whole church anymore. I'm talking about the 12 of us that get together and we are, we see each other on a weekly basis. And the, I mean, so, so then in, in class, one of the, 
questions that often gets asked. We we have a my class can be um, rambunctious. We have a lot of guy people in there that just love to love to engage, and I I love it. Like I'm yeah. I, that sounds like I'm like whining. I love it and we have a great time with it. Uh, but one of the things that often I do then is we'll have like pre-class question or you know yeah. I think we asked like what awful fashion trend did you rock totally unashamed right back yeah. in the day and so we talked about that we had a, a violent discussion about whether pineapple belongs on pizza um, or <laughs> whether we had, had one of those yeah. discussions in our podcast yeah. before <laughs> i think we have um we had a a quite lively discussion about whether cheesecake was cake or pie or what and so <laughs> anyway we have those sometimes you know and so we'll have those kind of conversations and just honestly a time for fellowship a time to laugh a time to joke together but one of the regular conversations that happens every couple of weeks where are we at in our bible reading yeah right? what are you what do you what did jesus talk good. about this week in your bible reading yeah and then it's not we already do that question anyway right? yes. we already are talking that way so we sometimes goof off and we sometimes have fun but sometimes we're dialing in here and we can still have a good time with that. Right. I mean, yeah. we still joke and laugh and make fun of the guy that said something stupid. And you know, like, we're, sure. I mean, we have a great time the whole time, Yes, but trying to bring that seriousness and, and just provide that accountability. Good. Now, this classroom, it's normal to read your Bible. Yeah. Like, this is just normally what yep. we do. And so just trying to do that. Love and, it. Yeah. So yeah, normalize it, create accountability. I think those that's are, I, there's other ways, of course, I'm sure yeah. that we can encourage people. And I think those are some, some things that have helped me. Yeah. Well, and let's let's talk here at the end just for a few minutes before we wrap it up about just maybe some some practical tips, some tools that, that we could use in our own lives as as well as some tools that we could pass on to those maybe yeah. that that we're trying to encourage in their own personal Bible reading. What what are some of those yeah. that we can lean on? Yeah. So I think one of the things that can be hard about Bible reading is that I'm here in the quiet, in the moment, trying to figure out what on earth Habakkuk has anything to do with my life. <laughs> like I have no clue. Like in the moment of like, I don't have a preacher to go ask. Right. I don't have a, uh, I mean, I don't have a Sunday school teacher to right. talk to. Like I can draw down notes. I can come and ask those questions later. I, and people do that. That's awesome. And I love that. But man, in the moment, I'm just wondering, like, either I'm going to read Psalms over and over and over and over right, again, right? right. And which is, I don't think that's wrong. That's fine. Um, but there's more in the Bible than a Psalm Psalms and a Proverbs a day, right? Like, yes. And probably if we ever want to get to towards mature Christianity, we're going to spend more time and more, yes. we're going to be more diversified than that in our yeah. Bible reading. Yeah. So some of those things are hard. Yeah. There's things I come across and I'm just, like honestly a little confused about sometimes yeah. and and man i went four years to bible college and yes. it's one of my like like it's a passion of mine to know and understand yeah. the bible and yeah. I, I love that and there's times i'm coming to a dude paul I'm, I'm, i have no idea what you're saying here yeah like, like I, I know which like, have I, you ever heard I, of I've a period to, please <laughs> no kidding like man how many commas we get like yeah we're just making up punctuation yeah <laughs> so, yeah absolutely right and so if 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 we are feeling that, I gotta believe that there are people that are earnest and desiring to understand and know the Bible, yeah, but need help in the daily making sense of it. 
Yeah. And yeah. I understand that's what preaching is for. I, yeah. I get that. Like I, I do. It, well, it, I, can I throw this in there too? Yeah. I, I know that what you're saying is right. And I, I don't want to open up this can of worms necessarily, but part of the reason is because uh, part of the reason I know this is because I commonly hear people, even, even in our own churches who say, well, that that's why I don't read the KJV or, or yeah. why I use this other right. version because it's oh, yeah. easier to understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, sure. and so again, not necessarily trying to open that can of worms right now, right. but it, it, I just, I hear that and I hear, okay, maybe we're not doing as good as we could be equipping them with some tools to understand right. what yes. they're reading. Exactly right. Yep. You're right. So, so here's finally, like having set that all up, let me finally yeah. give a tool. Right? Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the tools, and we've talked about it on this podcast before, but the Bible project, yeah, it's at, so good. They, they put out these videos. They overview books of the Bible. They're so and, good, and they, they really are. And and I, not everything is perfect. I, right. I, I mean, I'm, I want to be sure. Like I enjoy them. I use them. I like them. They're not all perfect. Yeah, but they are very helpful. Yes. Uh, um, and and, and they're, they're well done too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're so excellent. There are there there are commentaries that would be a help to those people, right? Yeah. There, there are tools and resources, a strong concordance and a oh, Webster's yeah. 1828 dictionary would be helpful. But the truth is that those, e- even those tools, and we asked on our, on our um, Facebook page about yeah. tools that people use and Strong's concordance and a Webster's dictionary. And those kind of things came up over and over and over again. But honestly, the truth is, is that those, even for, for some people, even those tools are probably a step beyond what they're ready for. Yeah. There's just not entry level. I mean, I remember the first time I picked up a strong concordance. Like, like what is like, like these numbers don't even go in the right order. Like, what yeah. is happening here? It's yeah. like the thing is confusing, and still yeah. to this day, don't like using an actual like yeah. an actual concordance. Yes. They are clunky. Open the app on my phone. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent of the time, I'll do that. Yeah, but the Bible Project is designed. It, it, it's it's simple. And can still contain truth that I enjoy and help. It's, yes. it's seriously one of my go-to studies resources. Yeah. Um, if I'm trying to outline a book, yeah. like it's one of the it's one of the tools I use almost always. And so yeah. it, it, it's been a help. So I I, I don't want to I don't want to keep laboring the Bible project. Introduce it to people. And yeah. Use it. I, I think that would be a help and get us through those difficult sections. Yeah. And I'll throw this in there before we move on to the next one, Thomas. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't know if you've actually used their Bible reading um, plan, but but if you if, if if listeners or or if you suggest this tool to somebody, you can go to their website and sign up for their Bible reading plan to read through the Bible in a year. And what they do is they send out every week they send out the reading for each day of that week. And what right. what's so helpful with that is that they include links to any of those videos that they have. So all you have to do, you don't have to go even to their website and search for the video. Right. It's just, okay, I'm starting, I, you know, I finished up, you know, first Samuel, I'm going into second Samuel. Yep. So I'm starting that today and I can watch their overview video yeah. on second Samuel before yeah. I even read for the day. And usually they're five or six minutes long, the yeah. videos yep. and yep. And it's just all right there together and, yes. and yes. it keeps yeah. you on track. Yep, exactly. It gives you that overview that says, yep. oh, this is where we are. This is where we're yep. going. Yep. And 
that as you go through that, then you're seeing yeah. those mile markers along the way. Yeah. Like, okay, this is how it's relating to everything. I can remember what we did back then. Yeah. I, saw, I saw a video on it. Right? Instead so of waiting till you get to the end of the whole yeah. book and going, right. no, maybe yeah. not even then understanding what you just read, but <laughs> right. hopefully yes. by at the end of the book, you understand, oh, that's what all this was talking about. Now let me go back right. and read it again. Instead, this time you read through it and you go, okay, I know where this is going. Yes. Oh, yep. this is good. How? Yep. The, yeah. Yep. So those videos yep. are very helpful. Bible Project. Yes. I love it. That's yep. one I yep. use. Yes, I, I think it's a good one. So the other the other tool and resource I use is the YouVersion Bible app. Yeah. Okay. So you can use their website. I think it's Bible dot uh I think it's Bible.com. Um okay. and is there is their uh website, but the app is where like the real power is there. You can get it on your phone mm-hmm. and you can and we've again I think we've mentioned this app as well. Um, okay, but what I've used recently is actually you can set up plans in the, or you can't set them up. You have to find them. Um, so they have thousands of Bible reading plans that they have offer in the app. And so we, I, I, what I did is I found one. Um, the first one we did was through the book of Philippians. And basically hmm. it was a week long study in Philippians. Now Philippians only has four chapters. Right. And so what we did and what the plan called for was to read the book every single day. Right. Okay. So you read all four chapters every day. So kind of the so opposite approach to reading through the whole Bible and like right. so much. It's instead we're going to slow right. down and just focus yes. on this one yep. book. Okay. Yeah. And so the, but the thing about that was, is then I had this plan that I'm going to do. And yeah. so it puts it on there. There's a little, like there was a little reading you did beforehand. And it just was like, Hey, you're going to read Philippians today. Think about this as you read through it. Right. And it was very simple. Some of them are very elaborate devotion, like yeah. that, that more like, um, that, that more devotion style, some of them yeah. more like that. I've stuck primarily to ones that just focused primarily on just reading through the the scripture. Right. Um, but so 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 um so, so we did this plan Philippians, and then what I did is I invited my Sunday school class to join yes. me in that plan, right? So gotcha. I sent the link, said, Hey, would you come and read this Philippians with me? And I had 15 or so people okay. jump in with that. Now at the end of every day, right? There's this option to, you, you get to like write something about what you, what Jesus is talking to you about. Oh, some okay. of the plants have specific questions that you're supposed to answer. Very often it's just like, what did God talk to you about? Right. And just yeah. as broad and as general as that. And so we're going through Philippians with about 15 people in my Sunday school class and, and a few others in our church. And it seriously was every day people talking and say, man, I read through Philippians today and I, man, this, this section in chapter four really, really just spoke what was going on in my life at this moment. And there's this other, and, and seriously, so now I've read through Philippians, right. And I'm going to read it tomorrow and then the next day and the next day. And every day people are calling out these things that have been helpful to them. And it was an encouragement and a blessing. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me, it just brought me back to what, Bible reading maybe was yeah all the way back what we were talking about Moses's just a few day. minutes ago. Yeah. 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 It was More this opportunity type thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It was a okay. corporate reading. And so we didn't all get together and hear it read over the like audibly together. But right. what we did is we read it and then we're able to communicate about that. Here's what happened. So we did a, a week in Philippians. Um, I think I started on a Monday. Wednesday, there were several people that got to like that I saw in the hallway. Like, man, did you? I'm really enjoying this Bible reading thing. Like, yeah. this is really cool. Like, guys that had never, as far as I know, I'd ne- certainly never caught them right. talking about their Bible reading before. Yeah. I believe they all did that, 
But yeah. here they are now at church talking about love it. Like, but what they read in their Bible today yeah. and what they're going to read tomorrow. And so it happened again on Sunday. And then we started, took a couple of days off and we started through Esther and did a 10 day, um, 10 day through Esther. So just one chapter a day. Yeah. And, and again, it was that same thing. We get together and people are talking about, man, I, that really helped. When you mentioned that to me, the, like when you wrote that down, I, yeah. that unlocked what I, I was really struggling. And, and it was incredible. Now, so that, that we did those back in um, May, in the okay. in May, uh, we started then May thirty first. We actually started a ninety day through the New Testament, and so we're gonna re- okay. we're reading through the New Testament right now, and we're most of the way through the Book of Luke at the moment. And the same thing, right? I mean, we have I have more now. We have like twenty five or twenty seven people coming through with right. us, and and not. I mean, people are missing days here and there, right? But they're getting caught back up, some of them. And some of them, you know, whatever. It's not my job to keep up with all of it and to keep up with everyone. But it has been incredible, the number of people that have posted and said, man, this is good. And this is what I saw today. And now we're only talking three chapters a day, generally. This isn't isn't over the top. This isn't crazy 10 or 12 or 15 chapters. Three chapters, getting together. And and I'm seeing people enjoy that. And it's awesome. And of course, with the Uversion Bible app, you can choose then to have it read the chapters to you. So somebody's a little slower reader, gotcha. that's a hindrance for somebody. That's no longer a hindrance, right? You can have them read to you. And that's wonderful. You're yeah. one of those people that has that coffee and, you know, the very specific time every morning, yeah. man, it can add that extra dimension where you're not only reading it, but you're also hearing it. Yeah. And that's a pretty cool, um, pretty cool tool as well. Yeah. So Uversion does that. It is super easy. And honestly, I have uh, seen amazing things in just the last couple of weeks we've done that. Like I said, we started, uh, I guess we started the last week of April, I think, and kind of did a couple of things through May. And then uh, the last day of May started this 90 day through the summer. And it has been really, really fun and really good. And wow. people that... I mean, have mentioned to me, uh, this is something I've struggled with. And yeah. They're faithful doing yes. this every day. And I can see them get those check marks. Uh, you know, they check it off and it's happening, you know, almost every day. And that's, that's incredible. Yeah. And growth that's happening there. That's and, good. Yeah. And so, I don't, man, I know Valerian is important and it's something that is a, something that can kind of in our personal life maybe slip by the wayside. I know sure. it gets talked about. Like yes. We, we bring it up. But I think it can get set aside and it almost get to the spot where it's like, uh, yeah, that's what the preacher says. Yes. But man, just a couple of things, getting people connected, the Bible project videos, I, I think that that helps. And then also yep. those, just the opportunity to say, hey, let's do this together. Yeah. And that provides accountability, gives the opportunity for journaling. I mean, it's right there. You can yes. write, write down what you're thinking about, share it with people, the edification piece that would happen. And all of that is built in in that way in this digital age. And I think that's yeah. pretty incredible. That's good. Well, thanks for these these helpful tips, brother. Yeah. And look forward to checking into that uh, version app myself. I haven't haven't yeah. quite gotten into that one, but uh, yeah, it sounds like fun. it might be helpful. So, yep, absolutely. Good. Enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, if you've enjoyed the conversation, we'd sure love to have you join us on our Facebook page. In fact, if you have tools that you use on a regular basis, we have a 
question up there right now about that. I would love to, for you to answer that. We'd like to be able to share resources together. And so facebook.com backslash not the pastor. And then man, you're already listening to us. You might as well rate and review us, right? Go to iTunes or wherever you're listening here and just hit those five stars and give us a rating. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you that way. Sure appreciate it. Until next week, we're not the pastor. Thank you.